the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Line Radio Show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. And uh, this show, we're coming to you with some local color. And when I'm talking about color, I'm talking about red. And when you're talking about red, when you're talking about local, you have to be talking about red beard targets. Folks, I have Jim Edmonds and uh, Lindsay Bennett. Lindsay, how are you doing this morning? Good, thank you. Very good. Lindsay Bennett joining us here. They are the owners of Redbeard Targets. You can find out more on redbeardtargets.com or on Instagram and Facebook at Redbeard Targets. Now, you're working on your website, so in order to get a hold of you, the best way is... Instagram, really. Uh, shoot me a direct message at Redbeard Targets or... Which is actually how I got a hold of you. Yes. Uh, it's amazing how that works. And then I think you called me that one day because you got my phone number through somebody. So it works like that, too. I, I stalked him, okay? That's yeah, what he's trying to say It's here. all good. Hey, folks. Uh, Jim Edmonds is the owner of Redbeard Targets. Now, one of the cool things about this is it's a local company, right? You're right here in Cala Mesa. You're American-made, doing the good stuff. Tell us a little bit about how you got into making targets and why. Um, so basically, I've been shooting pistols for, I don't know, ever since I was 21, so I'm 33 now. But uh, yeah, no, I ended up uh, just liking steel, so I wanted to make my own because it's so stinking expensive. And I decided, hey, one day I'm going to make my own stand. Super simple, easy design. And then I ordered some steel online. And now, uh, through a buddy of mine, he told me he could get me that steel for a way better price. So now I'm cutting my own steel, and uh, just that's it. Just keeps going up and up and up from here. I'm coming up with new designs, um, my dueling trees, stuff like that. So, so a lot of people, you know, I, I like to shoot on steel. It's just it's just way more fun. I mean. You can't hear it hit paper, right? Instant gratification. That's what it comes down to. Isn't that what we're all about? Especially with female shooters and young kids. It is great I, when you take a female Lindsay, was out. he being sexist on that? <laughs> no, no, not at all. But uh, Yeah, I almost got her to talk. Almost. We're, we'll get her. You she's cut her gonna, off there. She's going to be mad at me, but it's all good. We'll get her to talk. She has vowed silence for this entire show, so we'll see how far that goes. She, she doesn't let me post videos of her shooting. So I have to at least get her on the air for a I minute. think they'd be more popular than videos of you shooting. 100%, I, I agree. I'm just going to say that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, the instant gratification of shooting on steel. Anybody who hasn't got to shoot on steel targets, I mean, it really is. It's You know exactly where you hit, when you hit. It's kind of fun to hear, ting, 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 you know, and, and move on. And the other thing that's nice is you can set up so many different positions with multiple targets. Yes, you can. You can uh, set up a, diff- a bunch of different array of targets, uh, different yardages. Um, it 
different training sections you can draw out. Um, it, it's, I think, a better way to train in certain ways. I, I fully agree with you. Um, but just like everything else in America, we seem to be populated with a bunch of Chinese steel or, or cheap stuff. And oftentimes, people will buy something online or at a gun show, and it says it's AR-500, and it's AR Budweiser. You can get AR-400 plate. You can get AR-300 plate. People can market it in certain things. Uh, mild steel. You can't tell the difference. So, like with mild steel, I can have two pieces sitting right next to each other. You wouldn't know the difference by right. looking at it. So, if you're going to sell it, I want to sell the good stuff. I don't want people to come back and be like, hey, your target sucks because it cracked or I blew through it. Yes, there is rifles that can go through steel. I think that's a qualification. You can't be called a rifle unless you can go through steel. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, no, it's... Uh, you see a lot of that, don't you? Yes. And, and those of you out there in uh, radio land, you'll know that you've been victim of that if you take out your 9mm and at 10 yards you're pockmarking your metal. Yes. Uh, it will. It, mild steel will dent with 9mm, 40, 45. Aero 500, it'll just chip the paint. Right. So basically, if you put paint on it, you're just chipping off the paint. Uh, you can shoot pistols at Aero 500. For thousands and thousands of rounds. And so think about that. The AR-500 is more expensive than the cheaper steel because yes, it's denser and obviously it's going to be, uh, obviously, but I'm assuming, obviously I'm assuming, that the reason is production costs. In order to make a high-quality steel, it's, it's a denser material, so there's other things that are involved in that. But the AR-500, you buy one time. Uh, yes, and then multiple times after that. Because, you need multiple targets. Yes, you're going to want multiple targets. And, and so with the other part, if you're shooting on cheap steel, and I mean it as cheap as in quality and in price, if you're shooting on the cheaper steel and it starts getting pockmarked or having blow-through holes, what happens to the safety of that target? You will start to get ricochets. You will basically, when you start divoting steel uh the frag of a full metal jacket will start going places you don't want it to go. Um, back, I've seen people get hurt. Uh, I've been there when people got hurt when I was younger, shooting just mild steel that has been... Railroad ties. Bit, or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I personally like... No, uh, Your bullets. eyes? Yeah, I like my eyes. I don't like bullets coming back at me. Now, bullets should be one directional, right? Yes, I and, think so. And you've probably seen those videos online. I saw one with a guy shooting like a fifty cal. That at 100 yards. Um, dumb idea. Uh, <laughs> everybody's seen it. Uh, these headsets are basically what he was wearing, uh, just as his ear protection. He was wearing ear pro. And uh, next thing you know, that round comes back almost as fast as it went there and uh it almost killed him cracked him right in the head uh it knocked his headphones off or his uh yeah his ear pro off and basically they were done shooting still at 100 yards with a 50 bmg uh <laughs> that's a dumb dumb idea well and the interesting thing is if he's got a 50 bmg what was he shooting it didn't go through he could be shooting half inch ar550 yeah 
He could be shooting three quarter inch AR five fifty. There's different grades of steel, and right there, that is no joke. That that round did not go through it. It wasn't armor piercing. Um, I don't know what he was shooting, uh, to be honest. But, but it was uh, tougher than his bullet. Yes, and but you could hear it in the video. The shot goes off, rings the steel, comes right back at him. And you can hear it. Like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it uh, It's flattened out, still coming at you? Uh, yes, and it'll start to tumble. And everybody's heard that noise if you've been to a range. <laughs> and it is probably one of the scarier things when it whizzes really close to your head. Uh, I know. And that's that's from shooting junk steel. Junk steel, yes. Or, or an improper gun mm-hmm. on hard steel. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I recommend, if you have a 50 BMG, anything under 300 yards. Paper. You're, you're, yeah, you're basically going to shoot paper. Or you're going to destroy the target. You're, or you're going to destroy the target. Or yes. catch a bullet in the forehead. Mm-hmm. And I personally like to live, and I like to enjoy my life. Uh, I don't like to do stupid things like that. But, yes, no, the target, they're different qualities of steel they're meant to be shoot shot farther with different rifles and stuff like that but 50 bmg keep it further out so one of the other things that that helps on the ricochet parts is the design and the hanger design yes the the hanger design i have a uh, uh basically a, a carriage bolt with a spring and it the spring gives it that little bit of deflection because it's not solid so you basically have about 75% going down and 25% just miscellaneous going up in the air. It's I've been shooting steel, my own product, for the last four years, and I've shot it numerous times with pistols, different style rifles, up close, just to test it for myself. And uh, the, the design, you can see a big line in the ground mm-hmm. underneath your target after you've been shooting for a couple hundred rounds. And that's that's an important thing to watch, too, especially if you're brand new to shooting and have your first pet of, set of steel, is the splash line. Yes, the splash line is a big deal. It's real. Yes. And do not set anything you love in the splash line. Mm-hmm. Or, or have different targets at different depths, because if you're shooting on one and uh, your splash line's in line with the the uh, card or not the cardboard, but the 2x4 uh, holding up the next one, mm-hmm. you, you're doing some termite work. Yes, you can see on my triple stand design, from if you hit the big silhouette or even one of the side small targets, you'll have frag all down your side of your 2x4. 2x4 is cheap, but yes, you can see what it is the target is doing. Exactly. So it's another safety concern. And it's not that, uh, that shooting isn't without risks. We mitigate those risks by understanding what's happening. Folks, this is Philip Naiman here with Jim Edmonds and Lindsay Bennett. Lindsay, you hanging in there? I'm here. Awesome. <laughs> They're with Redbeard Targets. Find them on Instagram. That's really the best way. Instant message him on Instagram. Great products, inexpensive prices. I've shot on them. I'm glad to have him here. We're going to come right back, and he's going to tell us all about his USPSA experience and kind of some of the more fun things you can do. Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class. One that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials 
to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, you know, according to the Second Amendment of the Constitution, the right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Well, don't take your constitutional rights for granted. If you're not armed for protection or recreation, well, shame on you. But at Bullseye Sports in Riverside is where you need to go for small arms, rifles, shotguns, ammo, accessories, and much more. Bullseye Sport is having a midterm election madness sale from April 14th through April 30th. Get 5% off all firearms, both in stock and special order. Name brands like Beretta, Ruger, Glock, Winchester, and many more. If they don't have it, they'll get it. Also get 5% off bulk ammunition and 10% off everything else in the store. That's Bullseye Sports Midterm Madness Sale from April 14th through the 30th. Be sure to vote in the upcoming midterm election for pro-Second Amendment candidates. Bullseye Sports, the best selection and prices every day. It's Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Uh... 9518230211 should be number 2 on your speed dial right behind your significant other right hey folks this is Philip Naiman Firing Line Radio Show here with Jim Edmonds and Lindsay Bennett Lindsay are we still hanging in there I'm here there she is so folks <clears throat> These guys are the owners of Red Beard Targets. Red Beard Targets here locally in the Empire. Uh, Jim is also a US PSA Got it. You got it right there. Someone took my notes. Yeah. A USP, USPSA <laughs> uh, shooter and been shooting competitively for quite some time now, right? Uh, I got out of it for a while. I used to shoot uh, competitive steel at Mike Rahagi's range in, uh, in Corona. Mm-hmm. But then I decided, hey, I want to get back into this. I want to shoot USPSA because I feel that's where all the big names hang out. And I believe it's... Uh, a place where I could bump my skills up. So let's talk about the three different brands, if you will. 
Okay, there's IDPA, International Defensive Pistol Association, which is basically like concealed carry practice. Yes. Okay. They shoot out at Prado. Then there's IPSC, which stands for something else, uh, IPSC, mm-hmm. International Pistol Shooting C. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yours. So what's the difference between IPSC and USPSA? Uh, I think they almost integrate together as far as certain things go. Uh, I believe... Don't quote me on this one. This one's going to be a little difficult, but uh, shoot, I can't even really. The, well, okay, the, so let's explain the, USPSA then. Okay. So, what does a, a typical match look like for you? So, USPSA, U, USPSA is six to eight stages, uh, paper plus steel. And then sometimes they'll throw in an all steel um, stage. Does it? Do you get extra points if they're shooting on red beard targets? Uh, no, uh, I've yet to get my name out there that big. But uh, eventually, well, shame on that. I'm talking to a, a few people right now. We're trying to get a, a thing set up right now, so it'll get there. So six to eight stages. Each stage consists of. You got about twenty eight. Uh, plus targets. So basically, if you if you you go 100, percent there's 28 rounds. So you're looking you, at two mag changes in California. Uh, if not, uh, no, you're yeah, right there. So two, two, at least two. If you two, hit everything, yeah. If you don't have to, mm-hmm. to shoot twice at something. Well, actually three because you got the one in the gun. So you got basically 11 because you're going to actually pull right. that mag out and put another one in just because. Right. And then if you're shooting production class. So there's all different classes. There's limited. There's uh, carry optics. There's open, which I shoot. And then, uh, yeah, no, you, you you can go all day. So tell me about your open class. What gun do you use? I shoot a uh, STI DVC open and 38 super. Okay, so now that's an unusual cartridge for most people. It's a great cartridge. It's only been around for about 50 years. But the 38 Super has some advantages for something like that. So 38 Super is basically a, uh, a bigger case, uh, a necked-up case, and you get more powder in it. So you can shoot what they call major. Uh, so major power factor is, I believe, 172. In, in foot-pounds? Uh, it's uh, basically grains. Okay. So 172 grains. I'm probably going to get this wrong because I'm just getting into this game. I should have probably studied up on it a little more because I came on the radio without knowing this. Uh, <laughs> Did that sound like an excuse to you, Lindsay? Uh, kind of. It's almost right. like a gym excuse. Hey, man up, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I hurt my shoulder. Yeah. I don't know if I can do my PR today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> basically 38 Super is uh, a major power factor. You can put more powder in it without stressing the case too much and having issues with blowing your gun up um which is a bad thing yeah so the 38 super what's really interesting about that to me it's been a great target round forever and it's almost like a 38 special in a semi-automatic platform yes and the difference is it's a rimless case so it can feed in a semi-auto as opposed to a rimmed case in a revolver so but but the interesting thing is you almost get well, you get more knockdown power than a nine millimeter, mm-hmm. but it feels softer shooting than even a nine millimeter, with the right springs and, and it slide. It is work. actually a very smooth round to shoot. Yep, it's not as snappy. 
So uh, no, it's a it's, it's a, a great it's round. a physics thing, mm-hmm. but but the thirty eight super I think is well, it's not probably not overlooked in that sphere, meaning the guys who are in competitors because they understand that. But in general, uh, people don't understand thirty eight super what it really can do. It's a it's a pretty awesome round. Uh, it it I know it hits steel pretty hard uh, compared to nine mil. You can see like if you're shooting a uh, not a static target but a flipper paddle. Mm-hmm. It'll flip that paddle super like fast. Like a hammer. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so the nine millimeter, your top end bullet weight's going to be one thirty-five. You got a one forty-seven grain. You can okay. shoot one hundred forty-seven. Um, but in the the thirty-eight, especially your one hundred eighty grains. So, uh, so the thirty-eight, the thirty-eight super, I shoot a hundred, a hundred and twenty-four grain bullet with one hundred and seventy-two grains. So, you're basically more powder. The rounds flying faster. So you're going the other way. You're going with a uh, hitting higher, faster velocity. Velocity, than yes. That's what you're bullet. looking for. For major power factor, you have to shoot at like fourteen hundred and twenty feet per second instead of a normal like nine mil is around twelve fifty. Uh, but with a with heavy, well, one hundred twenty five grains. So same weight bullet, but you're just getting a couple hundred feet a second yes, faster. Yes, exactly. So it's I'm I'm still new to the game. I'm with with less recoil. Yes. Uh, especially with a compensator on the front, compensator on the front, longer slide mm-hmm. than like a Glock 19. Or, yep. I guess the size-wise, with the STI, which is another fantastic gun you can't buy in California, mm-hmm. um, single shot exemption, I imagine. No, sometimes. private party. Uh, oh, I, found a, I found nice. a used one on. Uh, uh, Thank I, God for you used ask, guns. You, you ask around. Yes. You Thank ask. God for used guns in yep. California mm-hmm. because that's the only way we can find anything interesting these days. Yep. And you have to have <laughs> pin mags. So I had to pin. So to pin op- shooting an open gun with 10 rounds is kind of embarrassing, but it happens. Uh, but whatever. I'm, uh, one of these days I'll, I'll start traveling to Arizona and stuff like that to where I can shoot matches out there with a... In free, right. in free America? Mm-hmm. problem with that is you've been in the People's Republic of Occupied California. Mm-hmm. And you go over there to Arizona, and you're shooting this USPCA, SA, or you're shooting a match. How's yes. that? Mm-hmm. And you, you draw, boom, 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 11 shots. You eject your round, dropping 10 more rounds to the ground because you're you used to 10. Yeah. And you're no, doing a reload 10 yeah, shots early. Mm-hmm. And then you run out of mags. So then the stage is basically, oh, I messed that stage up. And oh, you get Sorry. you get timed, and then you might have uh, penalties because you didn't engage the target. So it's a it's, it's a, a fun f- game. It's a fun game. You should come out one day. I think I will. Yeah, bring whatever you want to shoot. Um, Nine mil, forty cal, forty five. I've always felt the three hundred eight's a pretty good pistol cartridge. Yep, mm-hmm, definitely. We should actually shoot one of them FN uh, the FN five uh, sevens. Yeah, five sevens. You That's might, a screaming little round. You might get some people looking at you. Well, it's a screaming little round. Or even a, you know, I had a conversation with a guy the other day about the twenty-two Magnum. I've got one in a in a nine-shot revolver. That's a cool round. That's an awesome gun. It does you know, crazy it, things to varmints. It and it, <laughs> you know, you're throwing that bullet out there almost two thousand feet a second out of a pistol, a little four-inch pistol. So mm-hmm. it's a screaming little round. So if I brought that out there, just hope. Hope they don't laugh at me. Yeah, and so a lot of people are getting into the nine mil carbine classes. Yep, that's fun. So, so basically, a AR just, platform. We just shot one at the range. Uh, I brought mine out and had Stan Campbell shooting it. Uh, Glock magazines. Yep, you they, know they're reliable. Got it from Palmetto Arms, and yep. we put the thing together, and and it's California legal and takes Glock magazines. And how fun is that? Cute featureless parts. All yes. The, <laughs> 
Very featureless. It's on video on yeah. on our Facebook page, so it's very featureless. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But it's a it's a great little round, and I think the nine millimeter and a carving platform. Boy, how do you how do you beat that? Uh, there's a lot of fast guys out there right now. Exactly. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show, here with Jim Edmonds. You can find him on Instagram at Redbeard Targets. Check us out at FiringLineRadio.com. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. Hey, folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. And as you have probably heard, and if you haven't, then this is news to you, so sit back and hold on. We are actually on iTunes now. Lindsay, do you have iTunes on your phone? Yes, I do. Very good. She actually said more than hi and bye. Hey, so have you subscribed to the Firing Line Radio Show podcast yet? No, I have not. Is that something you think you'd be doing today? Yes, it is. I think that's awesome. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We are on iTunes. You have five and a half years worth of shows. <laughs> I've been doing this too long. I know. I don't look more than 30, I guess. Yeah, so. no. um, more than 30 plus 25 or so. Um, Keep going up. Wow. <laughs> this was my favorite guest. It is no longer. Yeah, you uh, say that to everybody, I bet. Jim Edmonds. Jim Edmonds of Redbeard <clears throat> Targets. Now, Redbeard Targets, they make fantastic steel targets. I've shot them. Matter of fact, a good buddy of mine on the San Bernardino SWAT team took them out to his training, and they shot the paint off them. But that's all they shot off them. Yes. No, uh, we, uh, we had a little... Uh, training session with those guys and that's how he got to calling me up and buying my targets we shot him with 308 all night and uh yeah he was pretty impressed so he bought his own started training with it and he keeps sending me pictures so that's the best thing i guess it's good for spray paint sales because you have to keep painting these things but but the point is shooting with a 308 223 close and setting them up like a swat team would where you're going in rooms and stuff like that it has to be safe for deflection purposes and your design has that but they last it's not the cheap chinese steel yes definitely it is american made um i get it here in the states and it is american quality ar500 uh i'm looking into getting the better uh steel like ar550 which you can shoot at rifles a lot closer uh personally i don't like shooting steel that close but 
the way they're designed, you can. I like to shoot other people steal that close. Yes, yeah. So you don't have to pay for it. Don't worry about it. And you can just load your gun up and go home. You don't even have to even go out to the 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 range and pick up your steel. And those those of you who know me know I'm not even going to clean the gun either. No, I don't. No. He's a Glock guy then. Well, I have Glocks. I, I enjoy, but it's just like when the gun gets that dirty, just just put it away. Go get another one. One hundred percent, I agree. <laughs> You must have a lot of guns. I'm gonna have to come over to your I have house. A lot of dirty guns. Yeah. yeah. I personally don't clean any of my guns either. She, uh, she just, I just set them out of the house and uh, just grab them the next time I need them. Who, who cleans them? Nobody. Yeah. And you're shooting um, a race gun though. Yeah. I. That's the that one's kind of picky, so yeah. I have to clean that one. Let's talk about that real quick. The first time I ever did a. Um, a training course. I went out with the guys, um, Anson Beck and, and Charles Ferreira from uh, uh, Falcon Ops, and really fun, good guys, and great training. And uh, I brought high-end race guns. Not race guns, but high-end production pistols. You know, I had a SIG Granite, a GSR. Um, I had a two twenty Sport. And those things hate dirt. I went through three pistols that just got so gunked up they weren't working. And I was tired of slamming the, the slide home on my with my hand. Yep. And I'm looking up and down the line at these guys shooting $400 Glocks that ran all day long every single day. And that's what kind of, you know, for a combat pistol. It's a great gun. That, that's, you know, is it ugly? Yes. Is the trigger terrible? Yes. Is the grip need to be worked on with a rat tail file? Yes. Um, do they go bang every time? Uh, yes. Majority of the time, yes. Yeah. You're going to put your life on the line. Yeah. You're going to want something that it goes off every time. Um, personally, I've shot Glocks for years. I, I built a Glock 17 into a, what I thought would be a race gun, but now I'm into an STI, which is a full-on race gun. A real race yes. gun. Yes. So it's a totally night and day difference. Um, but I don't clean my Glock race gun that much. I have to clean my SDI every match, so if not in between matches, just to make sure it runs because you don't want to have that gun just not go bang because it's kind of embarrassing when you're out there, especially with my name on my shirt. Hey, that guy sucks. <laughs> I'll remember his name because he, he's not that good. So it's uh, it's it's fun. Uh, but, yes, no, cleaning your guns is the worst thing for me. I agree. I actually have probably six of them sitting on the pool table right now. Just that need to be done. That need to be cleaned. Well, so just take them down to the store and yeah, look, here's twenty I, bucks. Take care yeah, of it. I should just take them down there and just have them clean them. So, so here we are commiserating. We are lazy. We don't clean our guns. Mm-hmm. So the military guys out there listening right now are pulling their hair out. Yeah, they're probably laughing at me. I personally, yeah, no, it, it just my hunting rifles. They demand. A protective layer of copper inside their barrel. Yes, they feel better uh-huh. that way. They yeah. know they're not going to rust if there's no metal exposed to the air, just copper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's uh, blue is a natural color for a barrel, isn't it? I think so. I was, they were laughing. At, my buddy uh, was laughing at me the other night because of all the buildup from all the the copper in my barrel. And he's like, "You need to clean this." I said, "You can clean it if you want, but I'm not going to clean it." <laughs> I shoot. I think I shot my Beretta shotgun. I think I probably put six thousand rounds through that gun, and it never got cleaned until it finally jammed up one day. And then I'm like, I'm going to clean this, but it was kind of bad luck because I shot really bad after that. Well, yeah, you took out all the protection. You mm-hmm. took the. It's like it's like you don't clean your coffee pot because you lose the flavor flavor crystals. That's why I always thought. 
<laughs> right, we are officially the two laziest guys when it comes to gun cleaning. 100%. And my, my Beretta shotgun, same thing. I had a Benelli Beretta. It was a Benelli stamp Beretta right when they took over the company. Mm-hmm. Bought it in 98, have not cleaned it yet. That's so smart man. Run it dry. Mm-hmm. No oil, no gummy, nothing catching the I'll grease. Throw a little bit of oil in there just for fun. Now there's enough. Well, you shoot out there, Rahagi. You get enough polishing media in there to keep yes, it to keep yes. everything smooth. Uh-huh. So it's a wonderful thing. But the gun runs. It does. And and I have a buddy of mine. I'll be shooting 1100. And he's got it coated with WD40 or something. And he's Ugh. got jams all day long. Ugh. So there's there's run the gun the way it needs to be. But it run. is a Beretta, so yeah, it's gonna it's always gonna run. That's the nice part about that. So you like to go do a little bit of hunting too. I try, if I if I can get out and uh, I definitely like to coyote hunt. That's uh, one of my big things. Coyote hunting is, uh, I think, more intense. You know, it's necessary. Yes. In Southern California, coyote hunting is necessary. You you literally are protecting the deer herds uh, and your puppy. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing too. Because <laughs> there's a lot of coyotes that just jump into yards. Take your dog or your cat, and they're they're gone. They're not scared of humans. Um, but yes, I, I. We've had cases where people walking down the riverbed with their dog on a leash and have it taken off the leash while they're holding a leash yep. with a coyote. Yep. That's why you should carry a gun or a stick at all times. How about at a least, stick that goes bang? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. So, how about rifle shooting? Do much of that? I'm trying to get into that right now. I have a, a buddy of mine. He just got me into the long range uh, thing, shooting six five Creedmoor at a thousand yards. It's kind of intense, um, and that's something I've never done. Uh, Paul Spriggs is the one that got me into a come out. We'll shoot rifles because that's what he does. He likes to compete. He goes all over the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, he won the law enforcement uh, uh, division for the International Sniper Challenge last year. Because he's that good. Wasn't that in Texas? Uh, Atlanta, I think, or oh. somewhere in Georgia. Okay. Some swamp state. Yeah, no. So <laughs> he uh, he's actually, he helped me out getting my three hundred eight somewhat dialed for what it was because... I'm, I, I personally shoot pistols. I don't shoot long range. I haven't taken that gun out in eight, nine years. So it's kind of uh, embarrassing when you go out to the range and, oh, yeah, he can shoot. No, can't shoot long rifles. Well, you know, some things transfer over. And one of the things that uh, in order to shoot fast for your competitions, and, and Rob Leatham did a great demonstration on this, in order to shoot fast on the competitions, your trigger skill set is different from shooting a high-powered rifle. Mm -hmm. Your high-powered rifle is a slow, steady application of pressure. Well, if you're using that kind of a technique with your pistol in a competition, you never shoot. Yeah, and the gun's never going to go bang. Exactly. It's bang, five seconds later, bang. So in your pistol shooting, maybe you can talk a little bit about that, of what you're doing to mitigate the gun jump um, grip is a big thing with pistol shooting. Uh, the proper grip, the gun's not going to move because uh, everything is done for a reason. When you grip the gun, uh, all points of contact are on the gun. Uh, it's kind of hard to, if uh, for me, hard to explain is, unless I have a gun in my hand. But uh, no, it's just uh, with a rifle. You don't really want anything touching. You overgrip the gun, you're going to pull your yeah, shot. You're going to totally pull your shot, and it's going to be embarrassing. You're going to miss that big kill, um, or you're going to just miss the target in general. So, um, basically, I call it shanking the shot, just like golf. But 
Well, yeah. So, so the difference, and we're going to come back, we're going to talk a little bit about this for marksmanship and some competitions because it is important. Grip is the key and your, your structure, the way you set your body up when you present the firearm. Yes. So we come back, let's talk about that. This is Philip Naiman with Jim Edmonds and Lindsay Bennett. Lindsay, you still there? I'm here. Awesome. Redbeard Targets, we'll be right back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use-of-force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Hey folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out at FiringLineRadio.com. Subscribe for the free podcasts on iTunes like Lindsay just did. Right? Did you do it, babe? Not yet. Oh, Lindsay. I'm on it. Okay, before the show's over here, we're going to have to check her phone out, make sure she's got that taken care of. Gee, <laughs> many Christmas. She'll tell you she's doing it, but she's going to be like, eh, kind of blow it off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding you accountable for that there, Jim. That's Jim Edmonds, Jim Edmonds of Redbeard Targets. Uh, if you want to know why he named the company that, look on his Instagram page. You'll be able to figure it out fairly quick. Um, it, it, you could call it Red Mop Target. That's is it that bad right now? <laughs> I tried. To, I tried to try to like church it up a little bit. <laughs> it's only eighteen inches long now. <laughs> anyway, Redbeard Targets, their local company here, making some awesome targets. Um, I found out about them through the uh, Sad Burning Ghettos uh, SWAT tent department and uh, some of the stuff that they do. Absolutely torture tested these things, and they hold up very well. Uh, Jim is also a competition shooter, so a lot of the posts on his Instagram page, which is the best way to get a hold of him, you'll see him shooting some stages out at Paula or a Prado on the USP. S P C A H H O A A B C yeah A T F whatever it's that thing. Mm-hmm. He's out there shooting competition, and one of the things that's in competition that's amazing. We just talked about the trigger pull, but controlling the gun, and I think this helps not only in competition but defensive use absolutely. And so it's it's great for somebody who, yeah. Guys don't shoot matches because they think, well, I'm not going to win. I don't want to be embarrassed. So they don't come out for that. Yes, that's a big thing. I think that they should come out and try matches because that type of practice under a timer, under a little stress system, makes you a much better shooter anyway. 100% agreed. So they say, oh, I don't want to be a competition shooter. I'm, you know, I can't spell my name, so I can't put it on my shirt. All these little reasons why guys can't do things. Yes. And so... So, but if you go out there and you try it, 
it's only going to make you better for what you need your pistol for. Mm-hmm. No, everybody's, uh, it's that once that timer goes beep, it, uh, it changes the game. Uh, you might not think so. Uh, if you think you're good under stress, come on out. Um, it's, uh, or, or it's, even if you don't know, yeah, but, but you, I think it's important for people to figure that out because you get into a stage, you'll, you'll kind of see what you have to do. You have to draw your weapon. You have to fire here, move here, move here, reload, fire this one, fire this one, move over to there. And, and you know, it's explained to you, so you have to think your way through a stage. Yes. I always like to collect points in IDPA. I thought that was a good thing until they told me yeah, that was a bad shooting thing. Shooting white later. targets is not a good thing. No, it's uh, it's uh, you get a big penalty on those. I was I was clearing the rooms wrong, so they would they would want oh, you to make sense to pie it to take the far, you know the first target you saw. I was shooting the closest one first. I'm like, this is my biggest threat. I'm killing him first. I'm killing him. I don't want to shoot the furthest one because it's a harder <laughs> shot. I might as well just shoot this one right in front of me. Come on, you guys can't see that exactly. So anyway, um, so I collected. Probably more points than I deserved. Yeah. Or should have deserved. Mm-hmm. No, I earned them all. Um, but it makes you think your way through. And that's an important part. Yes. And that adds elements to your training that you're not going to get standing in a dirt bay. Shooting red beer targets. Shooting red um, personally, beer targets. Personally, uh, you can... There's, but that will that will up your game yeah, by itself. 100% it will. Uh, but no, if uh, you just stand and sit there and you just got a big brass pile off to your right, chances are you should start shooting and moving, but do it safely. Um, maybe if you're new to shooting, uh, start asking around uh, to see if people will help you with training. Because uh, I know there's a bunch of people out there. Uh, you as one of them. There's as a, a firearms lot of, instructor. Yeah, I, I like to teach very basic people to get them from the box to the bullseye. Mm-hmm. And then I want to turn over dynamic teaching to somebody else because I just don't have the time to... There's there's a bunch of different people out there. Uh, if you can scroll for five minutes on Instagram, look through their reviews, mm-hmm. guys. Because definitely, there's a lot of bad teachers out there. You don't want a guy with a bullhorn and flip flops yelling at you. Yeah, no. There's a lot of people on Instagram where they're shooting the roof of uh, the indoor range with a 44 mag. I saw that one. Uh, that was kind of. Uh, <laughs> and the guy goes, "Hey, were you supposed to do that?" Yeah, yeah, I was supposed to do that. No, <laughs> no you, you wasn't supposed to. His finger was on the trigger, and he shouldn't have done that. Um, I would have walked out of that range uh, for the first five minutes talking to that guy. Uh, it's kind of sketchy. There's some bad teachers out there, just like anything in this world. Right. Um, and, and if you want to compare it, compare it to driver's ed teachers. Right? Oh, my gosh. Look at how many people they, are terrible drivers. I think it's all because of those bad driver's ed teachers. Um, it, it could be. We see them on the 10 freeway, it right? It could be. 55 miles an hour, number one lane. Okay, we're getting on a pet peeve. I might all move on. Are they driving a Prius? (laughs) I'm sorry. I had had to. You know what a new thing is? I actually have these stickers there, the Don't Tread on Me stickers, Mm -hmm. the Gadsden flags. Mm -hmm. I like to sneak out and put them on Priuses. That's hilarious. They come out and see that and their heads explode. They cry. I'm going to start filming it. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. (laughs) We'll get a lot of likes, I I guarantee it, on Instagram. That'll be a fun day. <laughs> oh, anyway, so check him out. This is uh, Jim Edmonds at Redbeard Targets. We're getting a little silly on on, uh, on the stage here, getting a little late, but training is important. You know, one of the other things that we this is important, and I have to hit on this in every show, so I'm going to take a little time on this. Is we need guys to vote. Guys are not voting, and gals. Second no. Amendment people are not voting. When you're not voting, you're seeding. To the enemy, which is Gavin Newsom, yeah. Villa Ragosa. God. They're going to be one of those two are, are uh, going to be our next 
governor if guys don't show up. And they're going to be our next governor because we have two other people splitting the vote on the other side. A whole other issue. But what happens is when only two Democrats are on the main election part, guys don't show up for the propositions. And there's going to be propositions up there that are going to impact our lives. And that's important. We have to get guys out there to vote. We have 8 million registered gun owners. In the state of California. In the state of California, 6 million people voted for Hillary Clinton. That kind of hurts. Well, what that tells us is they're not showing up. Yeah. They, They flat out aren't showing up. I don't think they're all voting for Hillary Clinton. No. No. Not anybody I've met at the range. Uh, Not too many Hillary tattoos, right? No. I haven't seen it. (laughs) But it's important. And so one of the things is we need to get, when you guys go to a competition or a range and there's 100 people there, we need to make sure they're circulating voter registration cards. They have got to do it. You you walk into line, you have to sign a waiver. You're in the stinking line, Mm -hmm. right? It's not like there's no waiting. Why not? Have them sign up at the same time. We have got to start enforcing this everywhere we go to get the people out there to vote because your Second Amendment is on the line this election. I'll put it on Facebook. We'll put it on the oh shoot. Nancy Pelosi is, is going to be the Speaker of the House next year. Oh, man. What's our life going to be like, right? You can stop this. And the other thing that I'm really sick and tired of hearing is guys say, well, I ain't going to take my gun. Well, they're, they're coming. Well, here's the thing. If we don't stop it. You don't show up to vote, yeah, you and you're going to tell me you're going to stand up to a SWAT SWAT team? Yeah, no. No. No, I see how those guys train. They shoot pretty well. <laughs> well, uh, and, and or they say, well, I know the SWAT guys, they're, they're never going to do that. Look, the police force is a military organization. You do what you're told. Right? Yes. No. And, uh, and, it's, or they're replaced, it's, and the California DOJ does it. Mm-hmm. And they have no qualms, because that's who they've hired for that particular instant. Yes. But the point is... Don't let it get that far. Stop them at the ballot box. It's scary right now. Things are scary, especially for us Second Amendment people. Yeah. And one of the growing areas in Second Amendment, Second Amendment sports, are women and women shooting. Yes, that is a growing, growing thing. I'm definitely trying to get my girlfriend to shoot more. Uh, Yeah, Lindsay, how did you get into shooting? (laughs) I don't shoot often. Okay. But do you like shooting? I do. And what style do you shoot? I have a SIG 226. Okay. And I just go out with Jimmy and we shoot his targets. And she's probably a little better shot than you are naturally. 100%. It's it's kind of it's it's awesome to see uh you can hear the steel ring and I'll tell you that much. Uh I'm a lot slower than he is. Well, okay, he is he's well, a fast 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 misses are still fast misses. But he also has um that little laser. No, it's a red dot, baby. Yeah, a red dot. <laughs> I don't have that. He's cheating. If you yeah. had one, you'd be beating him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's but, what everybody thinks. So why don't you get her one? Oh, because you don't do want to be beat. I bought her the gun. <laughs> I, I I gave her the money. She went down, passed the test, passed the background test. Picked the gun picked he wanted. The, picked the gun I was going to buy that same day. I was going to buy that for myself. He was so mad. And he kept skipping around. I, I, I tried to get her away from that gun. And, uh, oh, no, she wanted that one. And, uh, yeah, well, now she's uh, she's got it. She trains with it. I think she needs to have a uh, red beard target shirt and that be out there with you. 
USP. Yes, she she does. Uh, most of the time, I shoot on Saturdays, which she's got to work. So uh, on Sunday matches, she does show up with a red beer target shirt. That's and, awesome. Uh, no, it's uh, it's awesome to see. And then they the other women out there try and get her to go, and uh, she doesn't want to do it just yet. Because she'll get uh, there. Yes, we'll get her there. Hey, folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show here with Jim Edmonds and Lindsay Bennett. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Check them out on our Instagram at Redbeard Targets. And have a great week. We'll see you all later. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. The Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. CCW Safe. Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.